Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home for everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always brought to you by, with my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, we have survived another Premier League weekend. I have survived the flu, kinda. I think I'm at like 98%. Like, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I, I think I, like, commented that maybe top five sicknesses I've ever had. I We're, we're JD, we're talking power ranking number one pretty soon, because uh, the flu, I've had COVID multiple times, flu, very much not fun. Like, not fun, not having a great time. Yeah, um, you say that, and I'm, I'm sitting here having, uh, not quite overcome, but overcome, like, five different ailments just in the past four days. Yeah, JD. And JD's been through the ringer. JD's JD's hurting. I ha- yeah, I have, and I I know that uh, in the last episode with our friend Dom, um, I was you know looking forward to my weekend with uh, you know the the golf outing I was you know playing in, and I had a good time. Um, you know, I played Friday, uh, played golf, and um, I I didn't play well, but I had a good time. Uh, the uh, I was playing with a, a foursome and the one guy I played with won the tournament who is a friend of mine from college and I was all excited for it. And uh, by the end of the round, I didn't play well, but I was driving the ball really well. Like I was, I was smoking the ball off the tee by the end. And I even, it was cool. Cause it was my fraternity alumni outing. And one of the main guys that heads it on 18, he literally drove back cause he, he was the group in front of us. He drove back to see what we were up to. And on 18, he watched me just, fucking piss missile this ball off the tee like probably 250 260 just straight down oh, it, was, it was beautiful one of my drives with carry went about 300 granted it was it went downhill and it got a really generous bounce but that's probably my best drive ever it went it went 300 after carry and i i was happy about that but after the round like immediately after the round i knew i did something to my back like my back was tweaking like, I, I've never felt like this after a, a round of golf. And that whole night, we went out to dinner, and I was just super uncomfortable. Like, it, it was bad. We were we finished dinner, we went back, and, we, and all the older guys were going to, you know, keep drinking, hanging out. And I was going to do that, but I couldn't. I had to go back to, back to my room, and I just laid down sideways on the couch. It was not fun. Next morning, there's a tropical storm. We were supposed to play, I think, another 27 holes, like a round of 18, then a round of nine. And I couldn't play at all. I couldn't with my back. And then my neck was starting to hurt. I just couldn't play. And I have a a big round on Friday at a very exclusive country club uh, that I might never get the opportunity to play at again. So I was thinking at that time, it's like, I need to rest. Which sucks because I paid a lot of money to be at this golf outing. And, um, but it was like pouring rain and windy and cold. So I was just like, fuck. So I didn't play. Symptoms got worse. And it turned into Sunday as I'm leaving with my buddy, we carpooled. I can't move my neck left or right. And I drove. I I don't know how I drove. Um, I had to have my buddy like look on my, like on the highway. I had to be like, yo, am I good to like, you know, like pass somebody on the left? (laughs) Cause like I couldn't move my head to the left like i could see in the mirror but i couldn't like actually turn my neck uh it was bad um and i laid in bed as soon as i got home uh it got to the point where i texted uh my manager at work saying like hey probably won't be in tomorrow um i need to go see a doctor and i did that i didn't go to work on monday uh and went to see a doctor everything's cool uh it the pretty much diagnosed as a strained neck uh due to to the back strain initially and there's a lot of swelling in my neck which was bad he prescribed um some an- antibiotics for that which i was taking um yeah i and what tr- all of that turned into now a sore throat but a weird sore throat it's on, on my left side and a very bad cough which i'm kind of starting to get over but like i said it's like five different ailments all in one weekend 
And, uh, yeah, it, it was a weird one. But, uh, how was your weekend, Matt? <laughs> um, I hate to do the entire, like, meme. Like, I didn't do fucking shit. But, yeah, I actually, like, genuinely did not do fucking shit. Um, in the East Coast, um, we're getting, like, we got, like, hits of the hurricane that have, like, moved through Florida all the way north. and um, Tropical storm. Tropical storm, whatever. And, <laughs> um, yeah, basically, yeah, it is still raining. Like, we are, like, four days in a row still raining. Um, we're supposed to go do an away trip for soccer, but because I'm still not feeling well and I didn't feel like standing out in the pouring cold rain for, like, four hours, um just made the executive decision to just stay home and just kind of relax. And I think it was the smart decision because I feel a lot better. But yeah, I didn't do anything this weekend. I watched sports. Like, that's it. Um, that's it. I, I, I watch sports. I live the most exciting life. Um, well, I did get to watch a lot of soccer on Saturday where I should not have been able to because I was supposed to be golfing. But instead, I stayed in my hotel room <laughs> nursing my back. So I got to watch a lot of the Premier League games. But doctors won't tell you, standing out in the cold, windy rain keeps the cold away. I'm going to go with no. I'm going gonna, I'm, 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 I'm to go with no. I'm going to go with no. Just just no. <laughs> rest. If you're sick, please rest. Please yeah, rest. <laughs> um, but we had a pretty exciting weekend in the Premier League. Uh, a couple interesting talking points. Um, a good chunk of goals. Last week, I don't think we had goals. This week, we had just, goals. Just a few. Just and, a few. Um, and that's before we even talk about the Newcastle game. <laughs> whoa. Um, let's start it off with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the only boring game of the weekend. We have Crystal Palace 0, Fulham 0. Um, here at the EPL, boys, we don't talk about... Zero zero draws, and I don't feel like starting today. There are really no talking points from this fixture. Neither team did anything really truly exciting. Even the, like the big chances, JD, were not big chances. I think they were big chances because they were the only chances. But yeah, yeah. um, kind of upset that like all the games started at ten o'clock. Like again, Premier League, we were doing well. Let's spread the games out. There's no need to have four ten o'clock games at the same time. Like we have the ability to have a seven thirty kickoff and have a twelve kickoff and have a three kick. Like we have, we have the technology. We don't. You're need... gonna, you're gonna hate this weekend. I I don't even. No no. I'm not gonna get. There are, there are six ten a.m. games on Saturday. As soon as you said that, I was just like, oh, man. So the shit I, I saw so, that. so this is the thing that annoys the crap out of me. All these games are going to be available on Peacock, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that there's a one-stop shop for all the Premier League action. But, for not that much money, really. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Whoever's doing Peacock, you're doing it right 99% of the time. But here's the, one, but yeah. but, but here's the 1% you're not doing well. There's Goal Zone, which... Again, thumbs up. A big fan of the goal zone. Really love the whole, we're going to rush right to the games that are scoring the goals. But I'm only allowed to have Peacock logged into like three devices at once or four devices at once. If I truly wanted JD to watch five games at the same time, I can't. Like, Well, well, here at the EPL Boys, we do and don't condone certain acts of streaming. And... There's ways around this. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to, I'm going to, here, I'm going to mute my mic. You can, uh, no, just no, 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 <laughs> no, no. We do things legal here. If well, you go to mamahd.net or crickfree.sc, think it is now. I mean, they change every week. They have to. Nope. I wonder fucking why. I wonder why they change every single week. You know the, the dot cha- the dot whatever changes every week. The legal, <laughs> the very legal act you're talking about sounds so legal that we have to change where to go. Ever like it's like a speakeasy. <laughs> it's like we're in the prohibition era and it's a speakeasy. Like yeah, trust me, we have to change the password every single night because what we're doing here is a hundred percent legal. Like, <laughs> come on, we're better no, than look, this. I, I don't. I think the. I haven't illegally streamed a sporting event. It's been a while, like over a year. 
Because I just haven't needed to, you know? Like, there's just so much access at this point. If I really want to watch a game, I could probably, get, like, find it legally. But, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, my only complaint is, like, I don't mind that all the games are on at the same time, but either give me the split-screen option or, like, give Peacock subscribers the ability to stream as many games as they want. Like... Yeah, yeah. Because genuinely, it's... Like, yeah, sure. There's going to be a 0-0 draw, and there's going to be other games that just don't matter as much, but realistically, it's like, I kind of want to have an eye roughly around different games at the same time, and it's tough to do that when it's like, oh, nope, only three streams at the same time. It's like, well, fuck me. Fuck me wanting to watch all the fucking games. But, um, side note, Soccer on multiple screens, very fun. Hockey on multiple screens, not fun. Doubles, That's pretty hard to watch. Yeah, da, yeah I ha, ha, nothing against soccer. Love soccer. Always, always up there. But hockey is way too fast paced to have it on multiple screens. Like, well, it's a short field and they're on ice, so you're they're going just, pretty fast. <laughs> uh, I, I'm telling you right now, like, yeah, sometimes you have to do the bounce back and forth really quickly with soccer. Yeah, fuck that hockey. You, my eyes wanted to pop out of my skull, and I wasn't halfway through the second period of preseason hockey. Well, and, and you never know who's even in at that point because they're swapping in yeah. every minute, uh, you know. Yeah, but that's fine. I just want to see the build-up play. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the collateral damage after, but I wanted, I just want to <laughs> see the play. It's like I don't know. I think most of the goals I missed. I like the puck was in the net by the time my head turned over there. But <laughs> JD Crystal Palace zero, Fulham zero. Um, I. Don't think there's much to take away from this. No, the only thing I have to say is uh, they're both on eight points. And guess what position of the table they are? 10th and 11th. Uh, this is the most just uh, I draw, like 0-0 zero, zero draw. I don't care. Cool. They're both the most mid-table you could possibly be on the same amount of points. Move on. Yeah, next game, uh, Luton won, Wolves won. Luton have picked up their first official point in the Premier League. Congratulations, you did it. Let's go, Luton. Um, That's a big point. Um, Wolves, though, started off in a hole. Uh, Belgard uh, got himself an early red. I don't know if this, like, if it was going to be a red, I feel like it should have been a red both ways. The players' legs got tangled, and they were trying to separate. Yes, I think Belgard kicked a little bit more than the Luton player. But am I thinking of a different red card? Yes. What, he kicked him in the balls. What game he am I... He lashed out what, and what, kicked him in the ball. What, yeah, wait, what, what red card are you talking about? Oh, wait, is that... Yeah, but the, the players were tangled up, correct? Yes, they were tangled up, but Pelgard literally thrusted into... Um, who, uh, fuck, who's the center... Or who's the guy on Luton? I know, I know his name. I can... Hold on, that's gonna bother me. Uh, uh, lock, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, lock oh my god, it was a, it was the clearest red card. Oh my god. I, I, my only, again, my only talking point I want to take from this is, they're scrapping. Let them scrap, okay? Like, let them scrap. Let them scrap. Like, come on, their legs are tangled he up. Pushed into his ball sack. Yes, but you that's, can't do that. Yeah, but that's because they, the both of them no, were locked. No, if you watch the video, it was after a bit of scrapping and Bellegarde just is frustrated kicks out like into his fucking nutsack like no that's a red like i'm sorry (laughs) well pedro neto's goal was taking extremely well and uh morris canceled him out with a penalty for uh luton have luton scored a goal that hasn't been a penalty that's that's my only question i feel like um i yeah i would need to research more but i'm gonna do some research but this game one one super exciting super fun luton finally get one on the board jd so hey if you're luton you take this to the bank well let's see uh luton have how many they have three goals scored oh no i'm I'm looking it up i'm looking up you talk you talk so that might they might have only scored penalties i'm not positive but uh yeah, this game, it was back and forth. Um, I think Luton did benefit from the early red card with Wolves, um, just holding their shape and everything. Pedro Neto... Their goal, against, I think that's, their goal against West Ham was not a penalty. So we're, Ooh, we're, West Ham. 
So, okay, two penalty goals and one open play goal. Uh, not great to start the season. Luton have not been good, but props to them getting their first point. They are not in last place. They are in 18th place. Two better than the two teams, or, or uh, well, one better than the two teams that came up with them. So, good for them. Um, they're still going to go down. No question about it. Wolves, I'm also thinking they might still go down. They should be beating Luton Town, even with 10 men. So, I, I don't know. Pedro Neto's goal was obscene. Yeah, like, it, was, it was beautiful. It, 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 was, it was an obscene goal that I think is scored against pretty much any team. It's the fact that it was Luton Town, so you know they're not going to do much to counteract it. I, I don't know. This was probably a deserved draw based on what happened early in the game, but yeah, I don't know. Both these teams kind of suck. No, I it's it is interesting because if you look at the bottom of the table, and we're going to talk about all the teams in a second, but when you look at the bottom of the table, you're you're seeing all these teams that just came up, and it's it's tough. It's this is a this is our fresh reality that. Hey, coming up is is not just the hardest part. Is staying up that is the that that's what determines good teams to great teams. So, um, the next game though, Manchester City two, Nottingham Forest nothing. Talking about great teams, uh, this game was over in fifteen minutes. Man City getting two early goals from Phil Foden and Erling Holland, and then nothing, and then legitimately nothing. Rodri picking up his one red card a season. I want to add, like, Rodri's usually good for a red card. Um, he's doing his best Casemiro impression of, like, hey, I want to hug your neck. Like, can I just hug <laughs> Can I just hug just, just your neck? Just, just let me see it. Just let me see Let it. me just see your neck for five seconds. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, this game had talking points, yet still, somehow, someway, I was bored watching a Manchester City game again. I'm just, I'm bored watching Man City just casually just be the best thing in soccer right now yeah i i had high hopes for this i mean i i predicted city would win this as anyone should have um i like Nottingham Forest this season so i think they had chances not great chances but i i think they kind of created some chances but they were never going to beat city so i city got it done early and then did nothing especially after the red card they didn't need to so that's that's the mark of a good team. You know where you're at in a game where you're down a man, but you're up two. Just close it out. So again, I just I feel like the last few seasons, like Man City winning and Man City always being like the cream of the crop. It's like it was exciting to follow. It was exciting, like oh my god, this Manchester City team is just obnoxiously good. And now I'm just like again, we just continue to get to the point where it's like. Man City are just easily the best team in world football, and it's like, I'm almost not bothered by it. It's just like, yeah, well, there's Man City. There there, there, there they go. <laughs> there they are. Again, like... It, hey, there's some teams this year that could maybe challenge them. I want to say hot take, but it's really not, JD. I'm pretty sure we could crown Man City the champions right now. Like we are, hey. we're four weeks in, at four or five weeks in, whatever we're in. I don't even know at this point. I'm already lost. I'm pretty confident that outside of something absolutely like, I'm talking like catastrophic, like not just one injury. I'm talking six injuries, all to first team players. Like, I I don't I don't know, but. Talking about <laughs> talking about games that were a surprise, Brentford won Everton three. Everton found their shooting boots for the first time in I think almost two full seasons. Um, Decore, uh, Trakowski, and Calvert Lewin all getting on the goal sheet for Everton. JD, uh, we were all watching this and just went, "Well, well, who, who is the team in blue?" And when did they all decide that, hey, I'm going to start putting the ball in the net? Like, this game was fun to watch. I think because we all walked in with this mindset that, like, Brentford's going to steamroll these guys. And it absolutely blew. I mean, DeCorey's goal early. 
absolutely set the tone. It's just, it truly is. It's, I was absolutely surprised by this Everton side. And like, I think you and I have discussed in the past, like Everton are good for three or four of these results a season where they're just like, holy shit, bam, three points. And like, that is going to keep them up. Like a, a game like this is going to keep Everton safe for one more year. And I get it. We're talking about week six, which I had to look up. Week six. We are week six in the <laughs> Premier League. Yeah, I uh, I hate how right that is. Where it's like, fuck, these are the these are the results we didn't expect Everton to get, and this is what's going to keep them in the league. And oh god, I am so disappointed. I'm so disappointed in Brentford because they they just let this happen. I. They are the much better team. Like, it, it, it's... Uh, <laughs> there you go. And... <laughs> it's... I don't know. It, it, this... this mm, mm. Brentford just let this happen. And I, I just... I have almost no reaction. Like, uh, Everton... I guess they played a good game. They I just played, they played man. a great they played a great game, JD. Like Everton, literally, yeah, kind of. This I uh, mean, Decore Decore was a very fortunate bounce. Uh, Tarkowski off a corner. Okay, that can happen. And Calvert Lewin, uh, just uh, a beautiful goal. Like a, 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 a individual effort. Like, but Brentford. Oh my God, they had chances. Like I, they controlled the game for the most part. I I don't know. I expected I expected way more out of Brentford and I don't know if it was just an off week but man we, we can't let Everton stay in this goddamn league it would be it's too funny it's it, it, it would be too funny if they got relegated and and one comment that they were talking about pregame was like apparently there are rumors that Brentford have already begun discussions or are open to discussions of Ivan Tony leaving in January saw that and like everyone was talking up Wisa and Mbuomo like yeah these guys are it this is good Brentford are in solid hands and then a game like this happens and I think it's just like no you need Ivan Tony like you need a talisman you need like because I feel like with Mbuomo and Wisa they're very similar players where I don't think one stands out more than the other and that's where you need Ivan Tony you need a guy who's like no I'm the guy like uh, this this I run this shit and it's like I don't think Brentford can afford to let someone like Ivan Tony go I just like and these are classic examples because a guy like Ivan Tony would make this game closer if not different so um yeah I agree yeah the final game of the weekend Burnley zero uh, Manchester United one uh, really the only flash in the pan was Bruno Fernandes just pulling off his best Robin Van Persie where it's like, I'm just going to take the ball in midair and I'm just going to just slap it home. Um, yeah, it's, this game had nothing else to offer. Like this, this game was robbed of what should have, this game should have been one nil to Manchester United, but the goal scorer should have been Johnny Evans. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do find it funny, though, that Johnny Evans, though, literally pinged probably the best assist I've seen someone from Manchester United, like... <laughs> All right, we're gonna... The, he the headlines will not give Johnny Evans the credit. He won game, No, but... he, he got player of the match, J.D. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Well, I didn't see that, but I just I, I just assumed he's not getting any credit for this game. Johnny, <laughs> I, I, I actually legitimately, like, I... I'm not ready to have this conversation, but we're going to oh, have this. you're not ready. But we're going to have this conversation. How important is Johnny Evans to Manchester United? Okay, that's, that's... Here's the real question. If Johnny Evans could be this good, how important could have Phil Jones been the last couple of seasons? I, if you... again, but see, this is like, we talk about Pandora's <laughs> box a lot on this podcast, this is just kick. This is slamming Pandora's box against the wall, hoping it just explodes. <laughs> like, cause now, now, not only are you talking, wow, Johnny Evans really worked out. He's only thirty-seven years old, or whatever it is. Like, realistically, Johnny Evans, like the last few games, has pulled off absolutely like clutch performances for Manchester United. Um, the goal being disallowed was one hundred percent just. I'm not going to oh, argue. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm not going to argue. Either, um, 
The only argument I have is, D dear VAR, it should not take four minutes to see that. It should not. And go, hey, maybe. Hoyland is, like, very much interfering with the goalkeeper. <laughs> and, and offsides. Offsides. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, what, I, that's yeah. what I mean, yeah. But, like, I'm like, we don't need to spend four minutes deciding, like... I was really waiting, JD, and I, I maybe this is just the cynic in me. I was waiting for them to bring out the lines. Like <laughs> I kinda wanted them to bring out the lines just to well, go like I, I like how I like how even if it was technically on side, it's like Oilwood's like interfering with the goalkeeper. Like it doesn't really matter, but but then he's also offside. Yeah, so. I, I just I, I like I think like I'm just more upset with the it should it, it should that realistically shouldn't even make the ref go to the monitor. Like that should be like just in the ear. You think? You think? Like you'd in think. the ear, just like hey, a rational yeah, person, you know? Yeah, think. you you can you can call this off sides, and then at halftime you can watch it and you can thank me for saving everyone in the building three minutes and thirty five seconds. Like, no, but the ref the refs don't have to do that. They don't have to do that. They can, they can go home after a game, after making every wrong decision, and feel great about themselves. Yeah, they, but, they don't have to be held accountable. It's, uh, it's, cra it's crazy. They can do the worst job in the world. They could do their job the worst possible way and still get paid. You know, I, it's crazy. Yeah. No, but realistically, this game, like, was this, this one oh, was... Oh, yeah, this game sucks. This, this game <laughs> was fairly boring. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Even myself, I'm just like... Man, there are no other games on right now. See, like the, f the fact that Burnley kind of controlled this game in a in a bit. Like I, I just I, like Burnley, like 12, 12 shots, four on target, sixty two percent possession, six hundred and forty seven passes. I, I, to I, I, United's eleven shots, four on target, and thirty eight percent possession, and four hundred and three passes. I just that that tells a little bit of a story that like. Burnley could play with Manchester United there. I don't Max. think they were ever going to win this game, but I they they were up to the task at least. Hey, you know what? I I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I rate Vincent Company as a coach. He just does not have the guys yet. And I think yeah. like yeah. that's where like desperately I would like Burnley to stay up. Like that's where I would be okay if an Everton or a Wolves or like one of the other teams on the fringe went down because I would genuinely like to see Burnley in the Premier League for like two or three years in a row with Vincent Company like leading the charge because I genuinely think he can build something good like he can make Burnley fun and it's like if they go down immediately that entire dream just stops and it's just like but yeah, it's it it's exactly as I described it. If man, if if Bruno did not decide to have goal of the week quality finishing, the game zero zero, and it's just more questions for Manchester United because genuinely United again looked like dog shit. Like if it wasn't well, yeah, yeah. And, and well, I was saying, and Bruno like that that goal was amazing. But you know, like Bruno is good in in many ways, but like that kind of strike, like. Eight times out of ten, he's blasting that wide hey, over the bar. Like blind squirrel, he just did. He just is blind squirrels find nuts. Bruno Fernandez no, 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 no. finds he back does. the net. It's yeah. again, yeah. Like I'm happy we won, but it's like one of those things where like the game ended, and I'm just like, like I'm I'm just like kind of looking around, sitting alone in my room. Like I'm just like, do I feel good about that? Like is this? Is this a good feeling? Like, yes, I'm happy we won. I got, I'm glad United got three points. Went back top part, top uh, half of the table. But like, it's like the whole Leonardo DiCaprio meme. It's just like I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm happy about this. But uh, we're gonna talk uh, EFL Cup uh, on the next episode, and that's why I'm a lot happier because United kicked off today and i'm so glad that happened um hmm. we're on to sunday and my first and only comment is the north london derby should never be amongst other games like i genuinely i, I was shocked i was shocked i i have i have problems because genuinely i would have liked to have watched liverpool west ham Chelsea Aston Villa was probably going to be an interesting game, but of course, all eyes have to be on the North London Derby, um, which finished two-two. Um, overall, a very, very interesting game. A, a game that literally had 
bounce backs left and right. Uh, first goal coming from Sergio, uh, not Sergio Romero. Uh, Romero, an own goal. Um, I think you should just give it to Saka. I think like that ball, I think is going in, no matter what. And I think it was such a, it, it was such a stark difference yeah. of direction that they're probably going to give it an own goal, but. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I just generally, I'm, I'm under the assumption, like, this is just me. And again, I'm wrong. I'm just a guy on a podcast. But it's like, if the ball is going towards the net, and it's like, it is going to find a home somewhere in the back of a net, it should not matter that it hits someone else on the way. Like, just give Sokka his flowers. He did everything to get the goal. Like... Well, they look at they look at the trajectory of the ball. It's it's why Harvey Elliott didn't yeah uh, didn't get his goal the other week, and why Mohamed Salah didn't get his third assist in the game. Yeah, he was pretty close, but the trajectory of the ball looks like it's just wide. Wow. So like, I think they probably looked at it; it was going just wide, but it doesn't matter. It's still it's still a goal. Yeah, but for that team, Saka eventually did get his goal. He got a uh, goal off the penalty spot. Uh, Romero did not have a good game in this game, to be honest with you. Conceded an own goal and conceded the penalty. Uh, not a good day for the Tottenham center back, but Hyung-Ming Sung saving the day for Tottenham, getting a brace. Uh, two beautiful goals, I might add. Two beautiful, beautiful team goals. 2-2, um, JD, I think fair result. I like... I. This game was fun. This game was a lot of fun to watch, and I think... I, I, I don't like the narrative that Arsenal fans are kind of projecting, which is oh, this is a shame. We should have gotten all three points. Tottenham played a very good game. You got to give them their credit. Yeah, I, 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 I think we forget that the North London Derby, it, it usually delivers. It just doesn't always deliver a winner. Like, it, it, this is a perfect example. This was a great game from both sides. It just, they, it couldn't be separated. And I think that makes sense based not only on the table, but just by form. I think these are two teams that are just equals right now, which, God, don't shoot the person saying that as an Arsenal or Spurs fan, but I, I think Spurs and Arsenal are just equally matched right now, and that's not a bad thing. That You're both playing at a very high level, and I, I think uh, Youngman Son, that's great to see a brace out of him. Um, James Madison playing his part. I, I, I think the Spurs team can do something this season. If, if they keep going, Arsenal are, are going to be good. There's no question about that. Martinelli being out hurts, but I, you know, you have players there and we'll just have to see what they have left to left to give here. We're only six games in. Yeah. Like genuinely this is, and I was thinking about it as the game was on, like on, this is probably the best. These two teams have been, at the exact same time in a very long time. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the quality that this game provided. Um, just one thing that just scares me, uh, both sides of the team. Uh, Declan Rice got taken off at halftime with an injury, getting subbed on for Jorginho, who, whose error led to one of the goals. And James Madison left the game, not early, but 78th minute. If you saw James Madison's knee, and then you realize he like ran for 10 more minutes... Um, JD, my ACL might need recovering after seeing James Madison's knee. How, like the yeah, like I, I do stretch because he's a profession. He's a professional athlete. Just stretch, kids. He, Just he stretch works on it. He's fine. No, the the funny thing I saw about Jorginho was um. <laughs> I saw a meme where it said, like, we need to take the Inyo off of Jorginho, and he just be needs to be George. Wow. Yeah. He's just George. Wow. Um, you put the English flag on his name. Yeah, just... Um, my one question I had to use, JD, which one of these two players, so Declan Rice, James Madison. Now, Declan Rice, we're really not sure exactly what happened. James Madison, we know exactly what happened. Seeing where these two teams are right now and how important these two players are to each one of these rosters, who is the bigger loss? Like, which team is losing more by losing this player? I personally, now this is debatable. I think positionally, it's harder to replace a, a position like Declan Rice than it is to replace a position like James Madison. That is arguable. I get that. And, and I can argue that. I can argue it both ways. 
I think I think the the defensive stability you get out of Declan Rice versus the creativity and production that you get out of James Madison, I think it's it's rarer to find a player like James Matt or like Declan Rice than it is to find a player like James Madison. Not saying James Madison isn't a, an incredible player. I just think you can fill that position with different kinds of players. It's really hard to fill a position like Declan Rice's in Arsenal. See, I, I like that you said that. I agree with every word you said, but I'm looking just at what James Madison has brought to Tottenham. Yeah, the, no, the, that's what I said. It, yeah. it, I could argue yeah. it both ways. No, I, I, I'm just saying, like, from the opposite side of the aisle, James Madison... If he continues the form he's on, he's the signing of the season. Like, he legitimately has made Tottenham fun. Like, I'm not saying, and I, and I agree, you know, Johnson looked okay. It's going to take him a little bit to get kind of figured out with what he's doing at Tottenham. Kulosevsky's good. We know you're going to get what, you know what you're going to get from Youngling's son. But James Madison's just finding a way to make everyone around him so much better. And it's like, I genuinely worry what the drop-off will be for Spurs if Madison leaves, because I feel like there's options Tottenham or Arsenal have if Declan Rice needs to go out for a few weeks. I genuinely don't think there are replacements at Spurs for what James Madison brings to the table. So, But we will see what happens. The next game is Brighton 3, Bournemouth 1. Um... um Matoma getting a few goals in this game. Solanke continuing his awesome goal scoring form for Bournemouth. But JD, really in a nutshell, this was this was Brighton from start to finish. It really overall like Solanke did kick off the goal scoring, but at no point, it's almost like I was watching Man City. At no point did I not think Brighton were gonna come back in this game, do something, and absolutely just stamp their authority on this game. And they did. They really did. This was Brighton almost the entire game. Brighton are flying, and realistically, Brighton are currently in third place right now, and I get it. We're six weeks into the season, but man, Brighton deserve to be in third place right now. Yes, they do. They are a fantastic team. I think the Burnmouth goal was completely down to the backup goalkeeper. I don't know why Jason Steele isn't starting. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because of European play. I, I just... This just shows how much better of a goalkeeper Jason Steele is because... Holy shit, that was an awful blunder. And, I mean, good on Dominic Solanke. That was not an easy attempt or, or finish to do, but he is a good player. So, he took the opportunity that was just presented right in front of him, and he finished it. But, yeah, other than that, Brighton are a much better team. Uh, Matoma came on at halftime, and within, I think it was 17 seconds scored, and he got his second in the 77th minute. I... He is just a fantastic player, and we we just need to understand that he's probably not going to be there next season. Um, you know. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, Brighton are just, they ran away with it, as they should have. So, Next game, Chelsea 0, Aston Villa 1. The only goal coming from an Ollie walk in 73rd minute finish. J.D., I don't want to take anything away from Aston Villa here. I genuinely don't. I want to give Aston Villa their flowers. They fought in a very, very physically challenging, tough game against this Chelsea football club. Aston Villa deserve all the credit, but unfortunately, the main talking point is going to continue to be Chelsea have one win this season. They have six wins in the calendar month, a year of 2023, J.D. Uh, they've spent a billion pounds... And they just, it, it, nothing is right. Like, and I'm not, I, and the track records be damned. You, myself, the fans, Dom, we all chose Aston Villa. I think we're at this point confident that like, dude, Chelsea are just not a good football club. We don't know where the goals are coming from. The play is too inconsistent. Like, Aston Villa have been beaten up multiple times this season by other teams yet somehow some way Aston Villa still looked comfortable um I know a lot you know from the Gusto red card which I think is the correct decision I think that is a red card against Gusto but realistically like Aston Villa looked comfortable before the red card after the red card it's I don't know JD I just I'm I'm running out of words to say about this Chelsea football team yeah no th this 
This was exactly what we all expect from Chelsea. They are not a good team. They they have some good players on paper, but oh my god, they are pretty trash. And they're currently in 14th, uh, one point above Everton. And holy shit, I, look, it, it it is crazy to think that they might be in a position where they fire Mauricio Pochettino. And if they do in the next couple of weeks, if they don't get some results, I don't even think it's his fault. I, I, if, if Poch can't come in with the, the talent that is on this team and, and turn it around and get some results, I don't think anybody can. And I, I fear Chelsea is going to have a very hard time. I, like, I don't see them getting relegated. I don't think the money will let that happen this season. But, you know, I, I, like, I want to say it's like they'll, they'll have trouble attracting the right players to fix this. But what am I saying? They do that anyway, but it does, still doesn't work. So I, I don't know. I, they are in just a rut that I don't see them getting out of this season anyway. I think they're going to finish mid-table. Um, and by mid-table, that could be anywhere between 9th and 15th. I, I just... It, it, it's kind of a joke of a club. It, it's a joke of a big, in, qu- in quotes, big club. I, I just... But good on Aston Villa. Like, I take the opportunities where you can get them, especially in big games like this. I... Aston Villa can be a very good team this season, and I think they're kind of showing that with 12 points out of six games. That's good. They're in sixth place. Like I, they're on a good trajectory. Chelsea, downfall. Yeah, I just, I'm running out of words, JD. I'm I'm actually legitimately running out of words when it comes to talking about this Chelsea football team. Um, please note though, uh, Aston Villa literally have changed their logo to a carbon copy of Chelsea's logo in the same season and have already beaten them. Therefore, Chelsea football club need to redesign the logo. Like it's Aston Villa's now it's, it's theirs. They've, they've staked claim. Like it's kind of funny. Cause like we all know Aston Villa changed their logo, but man, I did not realize how damn near spot on carbon copy is it to Chelsea's. No. It doesn't have the staff. Oh my god! Leave it. <laughs> they literally were like, "Hey, dude, can I copy your homework?" Yeah, just change it so it's not exactly the same. That is exactly what no. this is. It doesn't have the staff. It's not a circle. Oh my god! Eat a bag of dicks. It literally is the same <laughs> fucking logo. And the Chelsea, the Chelsea's, the th- the animal's tail is two things coming out, and yeah, Villa's yeah, it only has one. Yes, again, like I said, hey dude, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just don't like change it a little bit so they don't think it's the same thing. Also, Chelsea's animal's like pointing. His face is pointing up, but Villa's just pointing straight forward. I'm not gonna lie, Aston Villa. I keep looking at your new logo. I'd like you to go back, please. I would like. I would very much like you to go back to the old logo. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I thought Aston Villa's logo was unique, and it's just like you literally like. I'm looking at Chelsea's logo, carbon copied with different colors. Like that's that's all I'm looking at, and I'm 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 not liking this. But I'll I'll keep my grievances for another day. Liverpool 3, West Ham 1, uh, Mo Salah, Darwin Nunes, and Jota all getting on the goal sheet uh, to cancel out Jared Bowen's header in the 42nd minute. Uh, JD, walk in the park. Um, the game got a little exciting towards the middle, uh, right before half, Jared Bowen getting that equalizer. But realistically, again, this is another one of those fixtures where I was like, yeah, West Ham are in it, but, but like, you expected Liverpool to like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna just do this, and that's what they did, you know. So, how are we feeling after a really nice three one result? I am feeling fantastic because a certain someone on West Ham's team made a bold fucking claim, a couple bold fucking claims leading up to this game. Mikel Antonio, take a fucking lap. Did you did you hear anything about Mikel Antonio? Nope. You know. No, last week. Okay, well, he went on. He has a podcast, and uh, he was he was saying a lot of shit about Mohamed Salah, saying like, you know, Liverpool 
Should have sold him. It's ridiculous. They 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 kept him in shackles. Like why could he's he's a Muslim player. He should have gone to Saudi Arabia, a Muslim country. He, that's where he belongs. That's basically what he said. And not understanding Salah's position, where he's like, I'm not leaving. And I, it, and then he also made the claim that West Ham are going to finish above Liverpool this season. Guess what? Uh, you, Mikel Antonio, you played an awful game, and Liverpool just walked right all over you at Anfield. Like, I'm sorry. Um, the other thing I have to say, I love biased commentary, especially for these games. That, like it, like you said earlier uh, about, like, the North London Derby being at the same time as some of these games. Like, this was at the same time as the, the North London Derby. So, obviously, and it, there's nothing to the against the commentators that were on this game, but they were not the cream of the crop. They were... This game is at Anfield, by the way. This is a home game for Liverpool. Oh, my God. Anything Liverpool did, they were like, oh, and Liverpool do this. But, oh, my God. West Ham make a successful pass. They're like, oh, what a pass. Bowen's goal, granted, was a fantastic goal. Don't get me wrong. It felt like the way the, the, way the commentary was talking about it, it, it felt like they were talking about Beckham's goal against Greece in 2002. Like, he could really raise the roof with this one. like, And it just goes nuts. Like, they talked about it. Mohamed Salah's penalty, which, let me tell you, is one of the most obvious penalty. Like, it just like did you see what led to the penalty? Yes. Like, c- couldn't have been more of an obvious penalty. Like, people talk about Salah diving and getting penalty. Like, come on. Like, th- this one was pretty fucking cut and dry. He roofs it. And they're like, good penalty. Like... And I get it. It's Mohamed Salah. He's expected to do that. But, like, holy shit. Like, if you're going to have passion for one team, have it for the other team. If, if you're trying to be unbiased. And then uh, it just it just bothered me while I was watching it. But I actually had to... I, I only got to watch the first 60 minutes of this game because I had to drive home from my golf thing. Um, and I was having the, uh, the guy in my front seat tell me the score was happening. But I heard... Because the phone was... As I was walking to my car, I had the game playing. And I heard a bunch of yelling. And I was like, oh shit, what the fuck did I miss? And I missed I miss Nunez's goal. <laughs> but then I watched it back. And it's... Oh my god. McAllister, chip over the top. Nunez, volley. What a goal. You know he's good for that. He'll miss three opportunities in a game to then score that. And people forget that he's actually really good. And then Diogo Jota, just in the right place, right time. Virgil van Dijk heading it down off a corner. This game was always going to be a Liverpool win. And uh, Mikel Antonio just fueled that fire. Because this could have been this could have been like a 1-0, a scrappy game. No, no. Antonio just had to go say some shit. And <laughs> maybe maybe not even the players, just from me, I believed. I believed they had what it took, and they did. Yeah, like I said, I, it's like I, I genuinely don't feel like there's this game, like, yes. West, first of all, West Ham played well for chunks and periods of this game, but it's just like... They're not there yet. They're good, but they're just not there yet. So, again, we we will we will move on to the final game of the weekend where there isn't too much to talk about. <laughs> Newcastle United eight, Sheffield United zero. Uh, JD, um, this was out of all the Premier League games, this was one of them. Like the most the most fascinating fact is that. All eight goals were scored by eight different players. That's 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 the fact. Yeah, right that's there. like that's insane. That that's actually insane. I think that's the this is the first time in the Premier League era that's happened where like I think it's been plus seven goals and every single goal was scored by a different person. I think it's happened. Like that's that's what shocked. I me. think yeah. it's happened in the the England leagues prior to the Premier League, but yeah, it's. That's a feat. Uh, it's yeah. You know, if, if you're Newcastle United, yeah, you celebrate this one all the way home. Um, not to nitpick, Anthony Gordon's handball to keep the ball in. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I, I was. I was. I forgot. I was gonna say that. Not. Not that it matters. Yeah. Not that it matters. Any not, way. not even a little bit. Not that first goal should not have counted. And you know what? That sways the whole game. Let's. You know what? No, we're gonna spin zone this. If that <laughs> goal doesn't go in, 
and they call back a handball. <laughs> Sheffield United pick up momentum. They put two goals. Newcastle can't they, fight. They score eight. Yeah. No, they score yeah. eight. You know what? Sheffield United scores eight. So you know what? Excuse me. I am filing <laughs> grievance against the Premier League. That handball took away three points from Sheffield United today. I, I'm confident. <laughs> I'm confident in these words. Okay? How dare the Premier League be so corrupt and i i i don't even <laughs> want to play along with this anymore like legitimately like sheffield united could have been spotted four goals and it still would have been a blowout um yeah yeah now if you're newcastle this is this is this is what you do newcastle is a good football team and good football teams beat the shit out of other football teams and I just always remind myself, because this was also happening on Sunday when an NFL team was putting 70 points on another team. And it's like, <laughs> we're supposed to be at the top level. One team should not be absolutely just beating the shit out of someone else. Like, where is the sense of pride? Where is the sense of honor? Where is the sense of fuck? Because I'll tell you right now, JD, I'm going to be honest with you. 100% honest with you. Call me the dirtiest player alive. I don't care. If I'm down by four goals, we are two footing every challenge. Like that's no, no, <laughs> fuck it. I am not going to stand on this field and watch us lose eight, eight, nothing. Like, Oh, oh it's like other team. You're, you're leaving with three points. You're also leaving with not the same players. Yeah. You yeah. Came here with. yeah. Like I'm not. And again, I'm not trying to hurt anyone, but it's about also sending a message. It's like, well, fuck, I am not dealing with this shit anymore. Fuck it. If no one else is going to care, fuck it. I'm going all in. Like, if you're a goalie <laughs> and a ball comes in off a cross, you let you go Andre Onana and you just punch someone directly in the face. Like, just... <laughs> not even close to the ball. Not even close to the ball. Just take a full-scale whack. Um, no, if you're Newcastle, this is... I wouldn't even say this is what we expect. I don't expect that of all the teams in the Premier League, I don't expect Newcastle to be the one that scores eight goals. Um... If there was a team in the Premier League right now that I was like, hey, they're going to be one of the teams that gives up eight goals, I think Sheffield United is probably one of three teams I would have projected. But Paul uh, Paul Heckingbottom, I think, prior to the game, was very much on the hot seat, as a, like managerial-wise. And, um, yeah, I can't imagine that seat's much cooler after losing 8 nothing at home. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, um, it's not gonna be good. It's never good. Like, uh, was it was that last season that Liverpool beat Bournemouth nine nil? Yeah, and then uh, what's his face got fired like that. I mean, which naturally, uh, I it, it usually doesn't end well for a, a team's manager when you get beat like this. And I th I think Newcastle controlled the game. They it was it was their game to win. Like, they, don't get it wrong. When you have results like this, like an eight nothing, a nine nothing, a seven nothing, like after the like the first four or five goals go in, relatively early, like the the fifth goal was in the sixty first minute, you still have thirty plus minutes to play. It's either gonna end six nil or five nil, or it's or it's just gonna be a bloodbath, and it's it's a fifty fifty like whether or not it's gonna happen. It's usually dependent on the team, like with you know not to bring up. You know, Liverpool versus no. United last season, 7-0. Not the really, I'm just saying, Dude, like, like it, United is a good enough team that they're not going to let it get worse. You know, yeah. Sheffield United is not good enough to not let it get worse, which is what happened. Yeah, I'm, I, and and which and same thing with, with Burnmouth, 9-0 versus Liverpool last season. It's it, it just, it's, they're not good enough to not let it get worse. And, you know, that it, it's... You call it great on Newcastle, and I, I, I'm gonna say it's great on Newcastle. You're at the top, the the highest level. You have to be doing this when you have the chance. Yeah. So, good on Newcastle. The fact that you can get this, get your goal difference massively up. I, I just these are the games to do it. This is again yeah, we've exactly, and we've seen in the Premier League where goal difference is make or break, especially like way high up on the table. Like this is everything. Um, I don't want to jump ahead uh really quickly uh, i got seven correct picks uh jd and the fans both got eight so we all actually had fairly successful picking weeks this week uh jd's on 36 i'm on 37 the fans are on 41 so all still to play for um yeah i'm mad hoes are mad 
I'm just going to throw this out there. Hoser mad. I peeked ahead and I looked at this upcoming weekend's fixtures. What the fuck? I told no, you. No, 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 no. I'm not even mostly mad. I am mad at the 6, 10 o'clock games. We have one Sunday <laughs> game and it's fucking Nottingham Forest versus Brentford. Are you... Uh, like, <laughs> we're serious. Like, we're, 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 we're just... We're just... We're fucking around and this is... I... I want... <sighs> I try like to, we have one. I can't. I can't even justify this. I can't even justify this with European. Well, no. Wait, is there? Uh, are there? Who, I don't care. Don't games? care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't. I don't care if there's European. That must be why. I, I, that must. Be I genuinely why. don't care. I genuinely don't give a shit. My, I'm not. Tr I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just saying that must be why. I. Se like seriously, we have. What is it? We have eight Saturday games. One seven thirty, one twelve thirty, and the rest are ten. We have one Sunday game at nine a.m. So after eleven o'clock on Sunday, you are fucked if you are trying to get Premier League content. Then on Monday we have one game, which is Fulham Chelsea, which is going to be probably a Fulham win. Like, <laughs> and then on Tuesday we have Luton versus Burnley, which is a makeup for the game at the beginning of the season that got canceled because of. Everything in the premiere, like everything, like with Luton Stadium well, going Luton on. Luton Stadium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hoes are mad. Okay. <laughs> Hoes are in fact mad. Okay. I am voting for Bill Gluckman because I am down with the bitches and the hoes. But man, I am not down with this fucking Premier League schedule. What the fuck? I'm going to have to like, well, I'm going to have to like ask the neighbor like, hey, excuse me. Do you have a Peacock account? Cool. Might I borrow it for two hours as I try to stream six <laughs> Premier League games at once? I mean, I'm not going to be watching Wolves Man City. I know that's going to fucking... Realistically, and again, I'm not trying to like sit here and dilute the schedule. Bournemouth Arsenal, eh. Everton Luton, no. Manchester United Crystal Palace, sure, because I'm a United fan. Newcastle Burnley, Eh? West Ham United versus Sheffield United? Eh? Wolves versus Manchester City? Is there even a good 10 o'clock game? Like... I mean, Man United Crystal Palace could be interesting. I, that's probably I, the one I, I'm going to I don't know. If, uh, we're going to talk about, like I said, the EFL Cup on Thursday. But yeah, Man United with their backup squad. And when I mean backup squad, I mean even Anthony Martial got on the goal sheet. Like... Amrabat on the at left back. Too. Yeah, I... We're Amra left back. Amra left back. Oh my god. Just Amra left back. Just 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 give me Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire at the center back positions <laughs> and all of my woes and worries will just completely disappear. Um yep. <laughs> Aston Villa versus Brighton at seven thirty is nice, and then Tottenham versus Liverpool is gonna be a sexy fucking football game. Well see here here's where here's where I can't believe they actually made Tottenham Liverpool the twelve thirty. I'm surprised they didn't make that one of the ten a.m. games I, and put like fucking Wolves City at twelve thirty. Like, but I kind of at least at least they made that the twelve thirty. That's at least like a good game. Like to spin this though, I almost wish they put it in the ten o'clock slot because then there would be at least one standout ten o'clock game. Like, yeah. but but also like why why are there si why are there six ten a.m. games? But then they could have at uh, not much better but 5 10 a.m 10 a.m games 1 12 30 game and then one one three o'clock game they've been doing this it works people like it have the three o'clock saturday kickoff what i'm it's what great. i'm more infuriated with is six 10 o'clock games on saturday and we just have one game in general on sunday like yeah that that's it that's like and fuck, and not to say fuck JD's theory about European schedules, but like we don't have to worry about the European schedule for Everton versus Luton. Like no, I know, like, but, but Luton has to play on Tuesday to make up that game. That's I think that's the only reason. I think I think that's the reasoning there. But yeah, I I don't agree with it. I'm just like I'm you could make that game up elsewhere. I'm having a terrible fucking time, and I just I'm having a terrible fucking time. I just want to be very clear that. Hoes are in fact mad. Okay. We have officially hit the hour mark, so I am going to put this episode to bed. Thank you once again for all the love and support you guys provide every single week. We see the listens, we see the likes, we appreciate every single 
thing you guys do to make us want to come back and continue to do this. If you are not already, please give us a, give us a follow at the EPL Boys for everything here coming from the EPL Boys camp. And if you are not already, please hit the subscribe button on whatever streaming platform you are listening to us on to make sure that you are getting up-to-date notifications as the new episodes drop. We are doing the two episodes a week, and we want to make sure you are getting those episodes the second they drop. So for JD, guys, my name is Matt. I want you to be safe. I want you to be well, and we will see you guys next time. So...